Imagine this, you've popped the question, you've set the date. Now the only thing left to do is to say the vowels. But suddenly it seems like your partner has other ideas. On today's case, Mr. Cernese says that's exactly what's happening to him. He says his fiance's reluctance to send out the wedding invitations, her refusal to be intimate with him, and her suspicious activity have him thinking Miss Kennard has one foot out the door. Is he right? Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Cernice versus Kennard. Thank you very much. Mr. Cernice, Ms. Kennard. Mr. Cernice, you brought your fiancé to divorce court because you suspect that something is amiss. You say that lately your fiancé has been dragging her feet on making wedding arrangements and has been exhibiting some suspicious behavior, and you want the truth. Yes, Your Honor. And Ms. Kennard, you say you love your fiancé and want to marry him, but say he's desperately insecure, has an inability to trust, and those are major roadblocks to your relationship. You say the two of you are in crisis, and you're hoping that today you can come together and start fresh. Yes, Your Honor. Absolutely. So, Mr. Sunis, you brought the case. Tell me why. Yes, Your Honor. I'm here today because I don't believe that my fiancé, Lindsay, takes our engagement seriously. Her actions over the past six months um, have been disconcerting. I want to get to the bottom of some things. I want some clarity. Mm -hmm. If I don't receive the clarity that I seek, the wedding is off, and I would like my ring back. So you're being very serious about today? Yes, Your Honor. Ms. Kennard, did you hear what Mr. Cernice said? Yes, Your Honor. So what do you say to defend this? I'm here because I want to prove to Mark that I love him and I want to get married to him. And if I didn't, I wouldn't have accepted the ring, and you're not getting the ring back. Okay, so we need to figure out what is actually going on in this relationship. Mr. Cernese, take us back. You all have been together for five years, engaged for three years. You say it's time to move to the next level. What yeah. got you here? So, a while back, we ordered the Save the Dates for December of 2022. Finally decided on a date after months and months of kind of dragging feet. At least what I felt was her dragging her feet. Um, the Save the Dates have been ready. They've been ready for months at the printer's. Uh, every time I ask if she's going to pick them up, Hammond and Han blows it off. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'll get to it. Doesn't go. It's a red flag. I don't understand why it's being pushed back. Why I don't no... understand why we need them. We've both been married before. Why is it such a big deal? Why do we have to be so procedural about this? Well, Ms. Kennard, do you want to get married? Yes, I do. But I would be fine with a courthouse wedding. I mean, what, why does it have to be a big thing? Are you ready for the save the dates to go out? Yeah, I just wanted a small wedding. I mean, I've, I've had the big wedding. I don't want to do that again. So there's no meeting of the minds of the kind of wedding that you're going to have. Mr. Cernese, did you and your fiancé discuss the kind of wedding you wanted? I think she's basically saying to you, we don't need all the pomp and circumstance. I'd love to get married. Why not do it cheaper? Spend that money on something to enhance your family rather than a wedding. Doing it cheaper would just require fewer save-the-dates, so you could still just get them, and we'll send out fewer. I hear what Mr. Cernice is saying. He says the the save-the-dates is the line that one crosses to say that they are ready to get married. I heard you. I just heard what you said. So, I think he's saying to you, if you don't want to send out the the save-the-date, then you don't want that date to be saved, as in 
the date to be married. It's not that I don't want that date to be saved. It's that I don't understand why we need all of this paperwork in order to do it. Like, everybody knows, everybody that matters knows they'll already be there. Why do we need to send them extra stuff? But here's my question. If this is something that is important to your fiancé and literally the only thing you're talking about is putting a card in the mail with some first-class stamps on it, and unless you all are having a Prince Charles and Princess Diana wedding, we're not talking about more than 100, 150 people maximum. If it's something that you want to do, you'd find a way to do it. You'd find a way to do it. Mr. Cernice, I can't imagine that this is the thing that brought you to court today. It isn't. The, the, the biggest catalyst that brought me here today started six months ago. Again with the six months. Something happened six months ago. Yeah, I yes. went on a work trip. Okay, so you In, know what you he's did. had a problem Indeed, you did go on a work trip. Tell me about this trip, Mr. Cernese. So six months ago, Lindsay went on a work trip, and she's gone on trips before. She's a choreographer, gets jobs, has to travel. That's great. I love it. I want her business to blossom and, and flourish. This time was different. Typically, when we're apart from each other, we would speak four, five, six times a day, just every couple hours on the phone, checking in, saying, how's it going? That first morning she was there, I called. She didn't answer. No big deal. So I wait a little bit, did not get a return call. Hours go by. I start calling, right? Because you're concerned. I'm concerned. It's just it out of character. It was a closed set. I was choreographing for a closed set. So why are you saying that now, here, that could have been said six I months ago. I did say it six months ago. So what happens when she finally talks to you? Is there a change? Is there a difference? Very much so. Later that evening, when we did speak, she was dismissive, saying that I was acting crazy. That's because I got a message from the hotel desk saying you called 20 times. Ms. Kennard, if you're used to speaking to your significant other four or five times a day, and a full day goes by and you didn't speak to them. You're a woman. I'm imagining that he cares about you tremendously. He doesn't know if you're okay, if you're safe, if you're sound, if something has occurred. That's why partners tend to check in with each other. It's called courtesy. Right. I just didn't have the option in that particular situation. And it was hard for me, too, okay. to not be able to talk to you. Well, what about the suitcase? What about the suitcase? I saw her get visibly startled and throw her cell phone under the pillow. A few days later, her phone was on the counter and I went through it. I didn't have anything to hide, so it honestly didn't bother oh, me. Oh, really? I saw a series of messages from a strange number that I've never seen before saying, I miss you. I have his number right here. Can I call the number? So when she returned from her trip, she put her unpacked suitcase right in the closet, did not unpack anything, which was out of character. We would always unpack the minute we got home. I know she certainly did. A couple days after she's been home, we were hanging out at the house in the kitchen. It was kind of cold. She said, can you grab my favorite hoodie out of the bedroom? Sure, no problem. Searching the bedroom. I cannot find her hooded sweatshirt. I'm like, oh, it's probably in her suitcase. I open her suitcase and I see sexy lingerie. That so, I bought for you. Right. So that would be the first time in five years that you bought for me, corresponding right, with this magical trip Right, because you said you wanted to spice things up, so I was trying to do that. 
So what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, but what was peculiar was the tags were off. Tags were off? Tags were off. Yes, because I had put it on, but then you ran off to some show or whatever. It was, so in, your, it was in your suitcase. In, yes, I threw it back in the suitcase. Okay, wait a minute, hold up now. I didn't want you to see it. I didn't want to ruin the surprise. Okay, so Ms. Kennard, I want to be real clear because I hear everything and I see everything. The sexy lingerie, whether or not you hid it, stole it, or otherwise, was in the suitcase that you went on a business trip. That Correct? is true. Okay. Mr. Sunise, what makes you think that Ms. Kennard... I mean, I understand this, things changed during this business trip. You came back with a, a couple of suspicious things. But you seem to be really focused on six months ago because you say things really changed. Yes. And, and to that point, uh, recently, I came home. I don't think Lindsay heard me because she didn't come out of the room like she usually does. And when I made my way to the bedroom, walked through the door, her back was facing me, but she heard my footsteps. I saw her get visibly startled and throw her cell phone under the pillow. Visibly startled? You just said that. Yeah, I was visibly right. startled because right. I didn't hear you coming. Right. So I just, like, tossed my phone. Tossed your phone, went up in the air, and then just found itself underneath its pillow, your pillow? It was like the magic cell phone, like the magic bullet right. during the Kennedy assassination. Right. It can move. Right. What? So a few days later, Lindsay was in the shower. I'm not proud of this. Her phone was on the counter, and I went through it. I wanted to see you know, we are learning. I'm learning a lot that that is the new thing that people do. They do look through their phones. They look through each other's phones. I consider that an invasion of privacy. That's me. Your Honor, I agree with you. It is. I, w I was just at wit's end. It's not an excuse. It's I an didn't have anything to hide. Not right. So it honestly didn't bother oh, me. Oh, really? But then you started but attacking me did you over Nothing nonsense. to hide. Nothing yes, to hide. Nothing to hide. Okay. So, may I? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So... I saw a series of messages from a strange number that I've never seen before, no name associated with it, saying, uh, are you coming back to South Carolina? Something about waffles. Uh, are you okay? Can you call me? I miss you. Mm. Okay? Now, I never, I never reached out to this person, never called, never texted. But I have his number right here. And I was hoping that the court can help me get to the bottom of this. That's ridiculous. Robert, let me see the number. Sure. And let's just get to the bottom of it so that we can put it to Fine rest. with me. Fair enough? Thank you. Okay. Do you recognize that number? No, I don't. Do me a favor. Robert, show Ms. Kennard this number. Sometimes I have to look at numbers because now I put numbers in the phone. I mean, it might be somebody I work with, but no, I don't know the number. Robert? Okay. Mr. Sunis, did you call that number? I have not. Did you text back to that number? I have not. Please, go ahead. I, there's literally nothing to hide. Your Honor, will, Ms. will the court Okay, call? I'll tell you what, Ms. Kennard. Can I call the number? Sure. This court's in recess. Do you know a young man named Katabius? I've worked with him. I was able to reach him, and he said he'd be happy to talk to me. 
Mr. Cunningham, how did you meet Ms. Kennard? I met Ms. Kennard at the hotel lobby. Did you or did you not have an intimate encounter with Mr. Cunningham? I did not. That is not true at all. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. Court is back in session. <sighs> Ms. Kennard, um, is there anything... You want to say to your fiance? No, I'm not hiding anything. Mr. Cerniz, I call the number. Ms. Kennard, do you know a young man named Catavius? Yeah, I work, I've worked with him. Like, for work. <laughs> He's just a friend from work. Well, good. Because I would like Mr. Cerniz and... Catavius to speak so that Mr. Sunis can okay. put all of his suspicions to rest. I was able to reach him, and he said he'd be happy to talk to me. Great. Thank you. So, Mr. Catavius Cunningham, are you available to speak to me? Yes, ma'am. I'm available. Hi, Mr. Cunningham. I appreciate you getting on the phone with me. Mr. Cunningham, how did you meet Ms. Kennard? She says that you guys work together. Uh, I met Ms. Kennard at the hotel lobby in, in, in South Carolina, and she was standing beside the waffle maker, and she smiled at me. And so I smiled back, and I went up there to go strike a conversation. And she made made me a waffle. And so we sat down, we made a connection. And from that point on, we made love. I'm telling you, it no. was very no, incredible. No, that is not true at all. It, it is true. We did. We no, made it is not. Passionate love. No, that it is was not true. Hang on, hang on. 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 Hang encounter with Mr. Cunningham. I did not. Mr. Cunningham, do you say that Ms. Kennard had an intimate encounter with you? Yes. We, we made passionate love. I'm telling you, oh it was God. very it's passionate. Still no. Why would he lie about this? Why would I have let her call anybody if I thought there was something to hide? I called Mr. Cunningham. And Mr. Cunningham, you're telling me right now, this is the first that I am hearing from Mr. Cunningham. I can tell you that right now that the nature of your relationship was sexual with Ms. Kennard. No, Are you no, swearing that to me? No, to be, Your Honor. It was not. What do you mean he... Okay, we, we started at... This is somebody we work yeah, with. He was bugging me. Like, texting me at all times, the day and night. And I... That's why the name wasn't saved in my phone, because I just... You texted about waffles. Seriously? When I was in South Carolina, because I knew no one else there. Okay, so, Ms. Kennard, I want to be real clear. Are you such a good waffle maker that this young man is going to come on national television and tell the world that he had 
a sexual affair with you in front of your fiance. No, he spent an entire week trying to convince me to leave Mark, and I fought him on that. Okay, so okay, so now the plot thickens. <laughs> so this is somebody who you work with initially, and that was it. You halfway don't know him, you don't have... I became uh, friends with him. Oh, but you didn't save his number under his name. No, because he was, like, harassing me. Okay, now he's harassing you. All right, you know what, yeah, okay. Mr. Cernice? Right. This is on you right now. Do you want me to ask some more questions? Because you know I know how to get to the bottom of it. Do you want to know any more? Because we're about to find out all of the scoop. I just want the truth. I'm telling you the truth, Mark. Mr. Cunningham, did you ever have any follow-up conversation or follow-up meetings with Ms. Kennard? Yes, when no. we was in a relationship... No. You were in a relationship? No. Ms. Kennard, yes. one moment, please. Mr. Cunningham, I want you to be clear. Describe what you mean when you say relationship. What happened? I sent her $300 to, to come see me, to, for her to come see my family. You sent her money to travel? Is that what you're claiming? Yes, Your Honor, I did. Ms. Kennard, did Mr. Cunningham I send you money? I sent that money back. I didn't even know what it was okay, for. Okay, so I'm... No, 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 Your Honor, she's lying. You're getting I money from a man I to see you? I sent it back, Mark. And didn't tell me. What, tell was now. In, what was important about that? Why didn't you come home and tell your fiancé? I tried, but he's always so damn busy with the freaking bitch. Please. Oh, please. please. I'm sorry. Mr. Cunningham, thank you so very much. I apologize for putting you in this complete trick bag. It is not your fault. Mr. Cernice, okay, I apologize to you also. Ms. Kennard, I hate what just happened. I hate it. Because there is nothing I like worse than a liar than a liar who gets mad when you don't believe their lies that they're telling you. Because you straight up lied in this courtroom. I don't know you from a can of paint, but this man deserves better than that. I did not lie, Your Honor. First of all, you act like you didn't know who I was I talking about. I don't know about. that number. Okay? No, I don't have his number memorized. Okay, but the man has sent you $300 that you acknowledge. You've had multiple conversations. He has tried to pursue you, allegedly. You didn't have sex with him. According to him, you did. So you knew exactly who this was when I picked up this number. I assumed it was somebody I worked with, yeah. You know what, Mr. Sunise? I want to say, go with God. But I also want to say, get your ring back. Because if this is who you want to marry, dude, you in a hell of a lot of trouble. Are you happy? I want the ring back. No, Mark. You're not getting the ring back. You're giving me the ring back. do anything. You're just crazy. Five years gone! Stop. Gone! Just stop. Now, I heard her getting busted. Oof. But that was off the chain. When the young man got up on the screen mm -hmm. and told us that they made passionate love, right. I thought her fiancé was going to jump across the table. Well, I had my eyes peeled. Just let's just say this. I just had my eyes peeled. Well, let's <laughs> just say this. They will not be getting married. Nah. Mm -hmm. Is he going to get the ring? Uh, I know a good lawyer. <laughs>